Disrupting Japan, Episode 37. Welcome to Disrupting Japan, straight talk from Japan's most successful entrepreneurs. I'm Tim Romero, and thanks for joining me. Almost a decade before Quora or Zendesk, there was OKWave. Kaneto Kanemoto founded the company to address what was then a very hostile and cold Japanese internet. And along the way to his IPO, he managed to both create a safe place for Japanese to ask and answer even the most personal and private of questions, and also somehow managed to get some of Japan's largest multinationals to work together to solve each other's customers' problems. As the interview unfolds, I think you'll begin to understand that Kaneto's motivation and skill in getting people to work together comes from his being an outsider in Japan. His startup journey was hard, and I mean really hard. I don't mean working long weekends hard. I mean being homeless and living on the streets hard. I think by the end of the interview, you'll agree that no one deserves their success more than Kaneto does. But I'm getting ahead of our story. So let's get right to the interview. I'm sitting here with Kaneto Kanemoto of OK Wave, which is Japan's largest Q&A community platform with both uh, open public forum and offerings for mm-hmm. companies and NPOs. But Kaneto, I think you can explain it much better than I can. So why don't you tell us a little bit about OK Wave? Yeah, OK Wave, uh, as Tim San introduce Japanese largest Q&A site. So you now have over 40 million yeah, yeah. active users yeah. monthly. Yeah. So what kind of things are people asking about? Uh, most of uh, around life, especially uh, love. So people ask about love life? Yeah, really? love life, yeah. Uh, I loved my boss. What can I do? I confuse, but I never stop my feeling to my boss. So, so what should uh, I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Many, many about uh, pregnant. Yeah, how to get pregnant? Many Japanese women uh, married but uh, don't have a baby. Okay, now that's really interesting because I always thought that OK Web was asking a lot of like IT or ah, technical yes, questions. Yes. First time uh, we have a lot of IT questions like uh, Windows, but uh, gradually people start asking about uh, life, pregnant, uh, love, having affairs. Are your users mostly women, mostly men? Uh, half and half. 50-50? Yeah, 50-50. So that's a really good balance. Now you also offer um, a Q&A platform for business. Yeah. I think that our listeners outside Japan mm. will all know Quora mm. as a general yeah, Q&A yeah, yeah, site yeah, yeah. or uh, Zendesk yeah. as a uh, corporate yeah. Q&A platform. Yeah. How is OKWave different from those two? OKWave okay, check contents on AI technology and uh, uh, we syndicate Q&A uh, with uh, Japanese biggest company like uh, NEC, uh, Rakuten, 70 company. 
So how does that work? A customer has a question. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens? Oh, for example, Canon user uh, watch Canon site. He or she has a problem on Canon's products, so they ask a Canon site. So uh, Canon introduce our Q&A site, but uh, design as a Canon. So Canon would have a community of their own users yeah. answering questions from other users. Yeah. And it's just powered by OK. Yeah. Canon's Q&A database connect our OK database. So other sites express a question, like NEC users watch Canon's users' questions. So all of the different customers can see all of the questions and answers yeah. from everybody. Yes. Yes. Huh. Okay. So if you connect Canon's printer and uh, NEC PC and uh, Buffalo's connector, right? Uh, if you cannot print, what kind of problem about uh, PC or printer or right. Buffalo? So you you don't know whose problem yes, it really yes, is. Yes. 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 People have a problem. Ask PC maker, connect maker. Printer maker. I don't know. They they. Well, this is this is interesting because I think that companies tend to view support as a cost center. Yeah. And they don't try as hard as they should. Yes. Have your customers been very welcoming to the idea yeah. of working with these yeah, others yeah, and yeah, collaborating yeah, yeah, to find yeah, answers? Yeah, yeah. In situation, very important knowledge is experience. The the answers are not crowdsourced only from the users. Yeah, they're also crowdsourced from the companies yeah. who are part of this. Yeah, I see. That's right. Uh, Canon, Epson, uh, NEC pay OKWave OK because they cannot answer their question. One of the biggest challenges with any Q and A service yeah, is. Yeah maintaining the quality of the answers. Yeah. This is uh, our uh, AI technology. A lot of question answer. Right. We check and rewrite. I could understand how AI technology mm. can judge maybe the quality of the writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how can AI judge whether it's a good answer? Canon and uh, NEC Epson's expert collaborate. Okay, so it's a two-step process. Yeah. So the AI provides a basic filter, yes. and then you have experts yes. verify it. Earlier this year, OKWave OK ran a joint project, a joint promotion with uh, Konmari. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Which is very famous in Japan and getting famous overseas about the Japanese way of organizing and yeah. tidying things yeah. up. Konmari-san joined uh, four years ago. Konmari-san have a strong image of cleaning. Did she get her start on OK Wave? Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't well, know that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, now she is very famous. Konmari-san was raised one of the most influenced top 100 people in Time magazine. One of the top 100 most one influential most people in the world. And it all started on OK Wave four yeah. years ago. Yeah. Do you think that the Q&A format mm. is easier to learn mm. things than, say, reading a book? Mm. Q&A format is uh, very easy to learn and a uh, very good way to knowledge share. Q&A has a very long history. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. basically 
like Prato, the so- Prato. <laughs> well, yeah, or, or the Socratic method. Ah, yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before books. It was ah, Q and A. Let's talk a bit about you. Mm. So you went from founding OK Wave mm. to IPO in mm. six years, mm-hmm. pretty fast. You've published several books that were very successful. Looking at just that part, it looks like you know success was really easy for you. Mm. But you had a pretty hard time mm. starting this company and, mm-hmm. and and what led up to this company. Yeah, I was Korea. I changed uh, nationality in Japan, but uh, when I was a child, few Japanese people tried me. You were, you were telling me before you were bullied in school because yeah, you, yeah, were, yeah. you were born in Japan, but yeah. uh, Korean nationality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I didn't have a good future in childhood. I had a very t- hard time. Uh, I imagine nobody have prejudice. Have what? Sabet. Oh, prejudice. Prejudice. As a child, you, you didn't think that other people had prejudice yeah. until you experienced it? Yes, yes. As an entrepreneur, people always say it's very good to think differently, yeah. to be a bit of an outsider. Yeah. But being an outsider in Japan, mm. especially as a child, mm. uh, especially when you're growing up, is mm. extremely mm. difficult. Mm. So when you were in elementary school mm. and high school yeah. and very much an outsider, yeah. what did you think you would be doing with your life? My parents could not enter university or a good company mm. because of their nationality. Right. Yeah. So uh, my parents want to change me. So they changed your nationality yeah, 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 from yeah. Korean to Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So when my friend know that fact, one of the friends brought me againist because I am a Korean. So I was very shocked. So they, they didn't know you were Korean before? Yeah. You changed nationality yeah. and then yeah. these people you thought you were... Yeah, Japanese said uh, uh, very few people maybe. Mm. Yeah. And how old were you then? Ten years old. Ten years old? Mm-hmm. So suddenly you went from being a normal kid mm. with friends to being an outsider. Yeah. How did being an outsider change the way you you thought about your future and how you interacted yeah, with your yeah, friends? Yeah. Until 25 years old, I could not believe anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, even my wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wife is uh, Japanese, but uh, when we fight, uh, I thought she fight me because I am a Korean. I thought you just couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. So I enter the art of university, an art university. Yeah, university. And uh, after graduate, I enter the biggest Japanese design company, GK. GK. Yeah. yeah. You know, GK, Yamaha's bike and the other products we design. So. So being an outsider in Japan, in elementary school and high school must have just been incredibly difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things obviously got better in college, mm-hmm. and once you entered uh, GK, mm. which is a great company to work yeah, for, yeah, yeah. what made you want to 
leave GK and, and start your own company. Okay. One of the construction company invite me to make a design team. You are chief. You'd be in charge of a small team instead yeah, of yeah, being yeah, a small yeah, player yeah, in a big yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, that's attractive. So, <laughs> so uh, I changed my job. So what, what happened then? Uh, many, a uh, lot of products I designed. Price. I received my, uh, many prizes, yeah. But uh, that company uh, didn't appreciate about design. So I watched Kevecha magazine, Sohumap, you know. The president, uh, Suzuki-san, said uh, Sohumap think a design is a very important, he said. Right. So I want to work this company. So I, I make, uh, made a call uh, to Suzuki-san. I want to work <laughs> with you. Invited me and I, we met. We will hold a project. Softmap. Yeah. is uh, headquartered in Tokyo. Yeah. And at this time you were living in Nagoya? Nagoya, yeah. So Tokyo. you had to move to Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't go as planned? Uh, it didn't go as planned. My wife is very tired of uh, our moving, uh, right. changing, working. So uh, I want a divorce <laughs> to me. So, and uh, my friend, a design friend, don't trust Suzuki-san, my friend said. But uh, my friends stolen my capital, and uh, my wife want to divorce, and uh, uh, I am struggle. So you, you came to Tokyo to, yeah. to, to look yeah, for work anyway. Yeah, so I don't have a mind to continue, so I live in Park. Yeah, you were living in the park. You were basically homeless. <laughs> yeah. in, homeless in Tokyo. Yeah. But you were you you were working at the time, right? You had no, a job. No, no? Pa- past uh, six months, I don't have a work. Yeah. So you were so just homeless, uh, I, looking for yeah, work. Yeah, I met a Chinese woman. She come to Japan. She read a book, uh, Japanese history. She wanted to learn Japan, but the Japanese people know uh, they are good opportunity. <laughs> so she thought the Japanese people didn't realize, realize how, yeah. how good things are in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So no, I think she probably had a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese is in a very good environment, but uh, they didn't want to study, didn't want to work. So, so did talking to her yeah, change your opinion? Yeah, yeah. So uh, she claimed me, why you live in park? Because you are a little against to be more tough. She so said. she told you to toughen yeah, up. Yeah, tough, tough, tough up. So uh, I wake up, I want to do something. So I met the internet. Okay. Yeah, I made a web- website. So well, I was say, at this yeah. point you're you're you don't have a job mm. and you're st- you're still living in a park. Yeah. So when you decide now I'm going to make a website. Yeah. What do you do? I I, I make a call. You called Suzuki back yes, again. Alexander. <laughs> I, I I want to meet uh, again. Ah ah ah. But uh, finally he would meet. So uh, okay now. Uh, I will give you a chance. Design of business, business cards. cards. So, 
1,000 yen. <laughs> That's pretty cheap. <laughs> That's not much of a job. So my first business in Japan, <laughs> uh, in Tokyo. So were you working as an employee or just outsourcing? Yeah, outsourcing. So you were outsourcing design yeah, projects yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting back on your feet. Yeah, yeah. When did the idea for OK Wave okay. come to mind? And I, when did you decide yeah, to make yeah. websites? Uh, Suzuki-san gave me uh, website designs work. Okay. Yeah, I had uh, no choice. So I searched to make website. <laughs> so you, you'd never yeah, made it before yeah, you yeah, studied? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I take website, searching uh, HTML or website. So you were just searching for yeah, the basics yeah, yeah, of how to yeah, do websites. Yeah, yeah. So I asked what can I do to make uh, HTML site. You were just asking simple questions yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. But uh, many people, you cannot ask that's a question on this site. People were not being yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, so, that, is, that is one thing I've always been amazed at. Japanese are very, very polite, mm. except when they're online. Yeah. <laughs> and I think if... <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> if our overseas listeners yeah. could ever read like Nichanor, ah, okay. uh, which is one of the big <laughs> online communities yeah, in Japan, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just horribly nasty <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so yeah, so you were trying to learn HTML amid yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. nastiness of yeah. anonymous online yeah, in Japan. Yeah. So I, I want to make a place anybody ask question safety. So what was the next step? I mean, this was uh, the mid 90s mm-hmm. and it was really hard to start a company back then. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. we both started our first companies in yeah, the 90s, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was really difficult to raise money. Yeah. It was, so what did you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, many venture capital I met could not give me uh, capital. I have met uh, many owner internet company. So you tried to get investment yeah, 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 from yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the presidents of internet yeah, yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, a good strategy. So, but uh, many people advise this is not planned. <laughs> Back at that time, in the late 90s, the internet yeah. was not really... Yeah. I mean, it was open, but it was more like lots of yeah, little yeah, communities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why somebody give uh, anybody right answer, they said. One president advised me, if you want to make this site, you would use your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> well, bootstrapping so, is, is that what you did? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, at that time, I leave my wife in Aichi Prefecture. So you've been living in Tokyo and your wife stayed back in Nagoya yeah. for how many years? And, um, two years. Two years. And the two children. So uh, I made a call. I want to say, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I met my wife. Uh, I told her my plan. So she decided uh, my wife's savings. She agreed to use yeah, her savings yeah. for capital? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... Yeah. Boy, better not screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, one I, thing to yeah. lose investors' <laughs> money, but... I get the uh, capital. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, I opened OK Wave Q&A site uh, in 2000. It was popular very quickly. Mm. 
So I, I think that you really did see something that other people didn't. In Japan, you saw the internet mm. as this place that could be very open mm. and friendly and welcoming, where that's not what the internet was like back yeah, in the yeah, late yeah, 90s yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a programming skill. So I seeked out any programmer. As OK Wave became more popular and grew larger, mm -hmm. you did raise some financing before your IPO, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was that easier? Or? Yeah. Mm, fortunately, Rakuten, the biggest EC company in Japan, IPO. So uh, Rakuten wanted to invest. Rakuten's president, Mikitani-san, found our site. Oh, this is a... Uh, That's worth investing. Yeah, 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 investment. We got uh, about a million dollars. About a million dollars. That seems like so, so and, uh, little money today. Yeah. Back then, that was a really big round yeah, yeah, for yeah, a small yeah. company. <laughs> Actually, it is amazing now yeah. when you think of how things have changed for startups. It's, it's undoubtedly better now than it mm. was before. Mm. But I'm curious, what do you think about... So when you were young, mm. uh, because of your Korean heritage, mm. you were very much an outsider, mm. and it was very difficult. Mm. Do you think that situation is getting better in Japan now? Fortunately, many Japanese people love Korean culture. Yeah, so you, yeah. you think the discrimination is much less now than yeah. before? Yeah. That's good. You know, it's nice when things move in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, in Silicon Valley, for example, a lot of the most successful startups have immigrants mm -hmm. as members of the founding team. Do you think that being Korean national, being mm. an outsider, mm -hmm. helped you to look at things differently and, or gave you a different perspective mm. on what was possible? Yeah. Successful entrepreneurs have uh, experience outsider. Many my Korean friends, they want to make a new something, hmm. yeah, new company. They don't want to work other other persons. Yeah, other person's company. I think it makes sense as as being an outsider means you're more willing to change yeah. things. Yeah. Japanese educational program to be same. <laughs> yeah. the, the educational system yeah, really system does try to make everyone exactly yeah, yeah, the same. Yeah, exactly. Over the last 15, wow, almost the last 20 years mm, since you years. first started yeah, OK Wave, yeah, yeah. what's the biggest and most important change you've oh, seen yeah. about how Japan looks at startups and startup yeah. founders? Traditional Japanese company wanted to continue 100, uh, 100 ah. years old. So many startup companies recently want to sell uh, their company. That is new, isn't it? Yeah. So traditionally, if you started a company, your goal was to be president for <laughs> life yeah, yeah. And, and hand it over to your yeah, yeah. children Business and grandchildren. I, I think that's, there's a wonderful dynamic that... The people who do want to sell their company yeah, yeah, yeah. usually want to go and start another one afterwards. Mm. And that is a very new dynamic yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Before we wrap up, I want to ask you my magic wand question. So if I gave you a magic wand oh. and I said you could change anything about Japan, anything at all, 
anything at all. To make it better for startups in Japan, what would you change? Uh, okay. Anybody have something experience? I want to change uh, more value and uh, make a money. So what what do you mean? I don't uh, quite understand. If you have a uh, experience, for example, you know uh, origami. If you teach origami, you would want people to start thinking about how they can use their experience to yeah. make money and yeah. start businesses. Yeah, we change uh, all all over the world, make money about their experience. Well, I guess that really is what. Most successful startups are about yeah. right taking experiences and turning it into a business. Yeah, with OK Wave, that sounds like exactly what you did mm. from the difficulty of being an outsider growing up mm -hmm. to the difficulty of finding a place on the internet to yeah, have yeah, yeah. friendly Q yeah, and A yeah, yeah, yeah. is what led you to start the company. Yeah. Thank you. Well, listen. Thanks so much. Thanks for so much. Sitting yeah. down. It's it was been really a long good. time. <laughs> I, I I'm glad to meet you again. <laughs> All right, me too. <laughs> Thank you. And we're back. It's amazing to think that back in 1997, Japanese VCs could not even conceive of an internet becoming an open and friendly place where people were willing to take the time to answer questions simply because they'd been asked. Most assumed that it would evolve to mere Japanese business culture at the time, a collection of tight-knit cliques and closed communities. The open internet is obvious now, but Kaneto deserves credit for not only seeing it before everyone else did, but committing his life to making it happen. I was also impressed that many, well at least some, Japanese companies are willing to work together on complex customer support issues. Hopefully that idea will catch on in the West as well. If you've got a story about trying to explain your vision to people who simply wouldn't listen, we'd love to hear about it. So come by disruptingjapan.com slash show 037 and let us know what you think. And when you drop by, you'll find all the links and sites that Kaneto and I talked about and much, much more in the resources section of the post. But most of all, thanks for listening. And thank you for letting people interested in Japanese startups know about the show. I'm Tim Romero, and thanks for listening to Disrupting Japan.